passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome to Believe in 76ers with your host, former 76ers point guard Eric Snow and two Sixers fanatics in Marcus and Tasia Dash. Believe in 76ers is presented by betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50. That's B-L-E-A-V-5-0 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Believe in 76ers Podcast. I'm Marcus Dash here with legendary point guard Eric Snow and my brother Tasia Dash. It's Thanksgiving this week, so I'll, I'll say happy Thanksgiving to you guys uh, before we get started yes. here. Happy holidays, yes. Happy holidays, guys. Um, a big thing I've seen not, on... Not uh, that happy, but they're well, holidays. Yeah, and Sixers-wise, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> not a lot to be thankful for so far. Um, a big thing I've, I've seen on uh, social media... Our health, not theirs. Yes, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one thing I've seen on... Uh, uh, that's been kind of a trend on uh, social media in general is uh, talking about Thanksgiving sides. Like what is the best Thanksgiving size? And there was kind of a, mm-hmm. a thing on uh, NBC sports, I believe uh, they mm-hmm. interviewed Matthew Judon and he was talking about, they asked about Mac, Mac and cheese being a side dish. Um, mm-hmm. And he said, no, it's not, not a side dish. He goes, cheese, cheese noodle. He goes, no, nah, that's, that's not a side dish for me. They thought it was disgusting. I'm a fan of, uh, Matthew Judon, the edge rusher for the, uh, the new England Patriots. Okay. He was All saying right. it's not, not, not a good, uh, not a, not a side dish for him. So I'm gonna ask you guys what what is your uh, go to side dish on Thanksgiving? I'm really a side guy. Um, I mean, in my home, you know, my mother was a great cook, and you know, now my wife basically, you know, she learned from her. Okay, the, you know the way she the way she cooked it. for me. Um, it's interesting because the sides that I eat, my children don't really eat. You know what I'm saying? It's just different. Like my cheese, my children are all like, they all are macaroni and cheese. They, they'll eat that like forever. Okay. Um, some of them are stuffing, some of them aren't. Um, but I'll do mac. I'll do all the mac and cheese, the stuffing, the um, corn, fried corn. Mm, and, that sounds delicious. And the baked beans. 
Um, mm. My mom made it like all those sides. And, and it's interesting because all of those sides, I eat them all. But this particular holiday is really the only time I eat them. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't do it like any other like time of the year. Mm. Um, so it's pretty interesting. But yeah, I'm, I'm more of a size guy. I don't. I'll eat a piece of turkey with it, mixing with in the stuffing, and but I'm not a ham. So, guy. so if you had a draft, I'm not a ham guy at all. What do you What do you draft in first overall? In the, in the if, if it was a table full of your food and you had the Eric had number one pick of your family, who what do you? My draft? mom's my mom's baked beans. Yeah. Okay. Number one. <laughs> yeah. Is, is that like a high above? Like, would you trade up for that pick? No. To get, if you were number two, would you be like, you know what? I, I know what I I'll want. I'll trade two dishes for that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, you are a big fan. So my wife learned how to make them from my mother. Yeah, so she makes them exactly the same. Nice. The first time you ever tried your wife's cooking, and you really, were you like kind of nervous? You're like, oh man, let's see this. It looks the same. It no, the it, same. Was, it was it was. She was like, I made your um mom's beans. I'm like, what do you mean, man? My mom's beans. You know, my mom passed away, so I'm like, what do you mean you made my mom's beans? <laughs> Did she give you some and you freeze them? You know. What I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't know. And then, you know, because, you know, before my mom passed, whenever she would, we would go and be around her, she would actually sit in the kitchen and talk with her and, and she showed how to do it. And my mom was, didn't show a lot of people like her thing. Um, and so like all the things that I liked from the way she made her pancakes to like everything, she learned it all. And it tastes exactly the same. Wow. Wow. Dedication right there. Yeah, well, there you go. I mean, obviously, you already know that she's a keeper, but yeah, she's a keeper. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you that, but that's that's awesome, man. But it was all like I didn't know that she was doing that. It's just she was just doing it. So the first time you heard her was when she was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, I made yeah, your mom, I'm your mom say yes, yes." Wow, wow, that's a nice that's surprise. Yeah, man, I gotta say, stuffing. That's yours. I'm a big stuffing guy. Oh, dude! <laughs> what do you? What do you mean? Oh, dude! I how you get? How you get mad at somebody's what they like? Well, <laughs> that's I, what he, I, that's what he likes. <laughs> I was surprised because mom, mom's stuffing is not that, not that good. It's all right. Wow, is she in the background oh. right now listening to you? Can she hear you? <laughs> she actually, okay. she actually watches some of these shows. You know? Okay. So you gonna watch this one too? I'm gonna yeah, tell her too if she doesn't. Just be like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, we, act like it was nice. Hey, we talked about you and your cooking at the beginning of the show. Check it out." <laughs> I love it. And I'll tell you what. Hold on. So we go back and forth. We'd have like the homemade stuffing, the stofers yeah. too. Sometimes, right? Like especially if it wasn't Thanksgiving season, it was like, "All right, we made stuffing because you could feel your feel your taste on that." And then we, I'd have I, for a while moving out west, didn't have you know mom around, so I was. We go to like Whole Foods and pick up like the prepared. They prepare it yeah. there, and you have a big bundle of it, dude. I gotta tell you, man, shoot me, but sometimes the Stouffer is better than like the real homemade stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's fine. It's not my mama's stuff, though. No, no, I'm not comparing it to the mama's coach. nose. But, but someone can really do it. The Stouffers can never compare to the homemade. I'm a stuffing guy. I like yeah. stuff. Um, what are you, Mark? You sweet potato casserole, aren't you? You damn right, I am. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> my, my, with the way mom does the marshmallow and the, and the um, yeah, like the yams over there, like yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, the, the pecans. pecans over top. Yeah, I do, I do yams too, but it's to me that yams is borderline dessert. That's what I was gonna say. It's a candy. <laughs> it is. Yeah, <laughs> the candy yams are borderline dessert. 
Are you? We were never a big cranberry sauce. Were you a big cranberry no. sauce house growing up? Okay, yeah. Neither were we, actually. Yeah, okay. But some people were like, I remember we had guests over at some point. They were like, I used to, you know, cranberry before, sauce? I, before I, you know, had to step off the um, spicy stuff. I used to put like, like stuffing, and then like the way my mom made the stuffing, and and put like the mix it with the turkey, and put like hot sauce on it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I so all that. Yeah. you're not a big turkey guy, so you put the hot yes. sauce on there to make it more appealing, huh? Yeah, because I'm not a. It was okay. like turkey is good to me, but it's dry, mm-hmm. so I got to yeah. put something on it. But I didn't like the cranberry that people use. Um, so, and you're not a big ham guy. I don't eat ham at all. Oh, okay, yeah. No, I don't eat ham. I don't eat ham on subs. I don't eat ham like no ham at all. The honey baked ham, I I, I do. I, I gotta make an exception. Yeah, my family like I'm the only one though. I'm the only oh, one. Oh, really? Okay. My, my whole family, my children, my, yeah, everybody, they good. all eat ham except for me. So the honey baked ham, you know, because it's all comes pre sliced and all that. Like, like they love all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but not me. And so do all those people that be in line when I go pick one up. <laughs> yep. The ham line than everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> so. I will say our, our ham is usually uh, when around Christmas time, we do get a ham. We usually have leftovers for, for days afterwards. We, didn't, we don't really touch the yeah, ham. Yeah, man, because you get to go a, a full like 10 yeah, pounds. Some different sizes that you can get. Marcus, you probably, you, you know, you probably don't know. You probably never went to a ham, um, to the ham store. You know, there's, there's different sizes, man. You get a big one. She, she probably gets a big one. <laughs> You can get one that's just for you know a couple people, and that thing can be gone in an hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My parents are definitely more of a get get more and have leftovers type, which is more yeah. like that's Thanksgiving, I guess. Period. Right. So, yeah, there's a lot for a long time. It's like, why don't you have some more ham? I'm like, man, I'm sweating ham right now. <laughs> Brown sugar coming out of my pores. That's funny. <laughs> All right. So as we kind of mentioned, um, you know. You know, talking about our Thanksgiving and stuff, but there's not much to be thankful for right now with our with our Sixers guys. Um, so we're going to kind of talk about uh, what's going on with our team. So last time we saw each other, you know, we were about to be over 500 for the first time. Now we're back uh, at eight and eight. Um, saw Maxi go down, um, and things couldn't get any worse. And be possibly going to miss maybe one to two weeks. Uh, we don't know how much. At least a couple games as of right now, uh, but he's being evaluated. Um, so my question to you guys is, how bad is this? And how are we going to keep um, the season and everything together without the big three? Well, I mean, I think the thing that, you know, helps is your first game playing with them. You're playing in a game where it's other stuff going on. Let's, you know, let's just, it, it is other stuff going on and you're playing at home. So I think you can have a situation where these guys, they hang around, they play hard, the energy's going to be there. You have so many different guys that are going to play hard. We do have some guys that can score a ball. We have some guys that can defend. So I think if we're able to play good complimentary basketball, you, you, you're helping each other, you're sharing the ball, you're hitting open shots, defending and rebounding, we can win games. Um, but the guys are going to have to play well, man. You can win games. You have to manage the game. You have to manage the clock. Um, but I think it'll be maybe an ugly kind of basketball. You know, not playing fast and you know, playing opportunity, you know, opportunistic fast breaks and things like that. So we can we can win games. Um, it's been done. We can win games. Heck, we it's no different than us losing to teams that no one thought we were losing to early in the season. Yeah. Very similar. 
um, to how it's going to look. So we have the talent, the, the guys that win the, the games, but it's not going to be much room for slippage. Yeah. Um, so Embiid's out, I think, like, let's just say two weeks. One to two weeks, I'm rounding up to two. Always going the higher number. Always going the higher end. Yeah, especially with Joel, unfortunately. I'm, I'm going to go two. Uh, I think Harden, at this point, probably will be coming back around the same time, judging by his original timeline, right? It's been like two weeks, hasn't it? Yes, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't put James in before first or second week of December. That's my guess. Yeah, so by the two weeks from now, Harden, if he is out in his initial timeline, the same thing, around the same. Um that would be our next game after that would be Friday, December 9th. That's a little two weeks and change away. That's eight. That's eight games. That's a big, big, big Friday, too, right? That's the Laker game, right? That's right. That's right. So I, can see Lakers, trying to get back. I can see him trying to get back for that one. You got Lakers, you got go to state back to back Fridays in December. Yep. That's right. Um, those guys, if they're going to play in those games, they'll try to come back before. They, I don't think they would make those games their first game. The first one. So it's a big gap. Again, we have one of those like four or five day rest days. It goes from Houston on Monday the fifth to Friday the ninth at, at uh at, at L A. Oh, okay, because it's three straight row games. That's why we go through hell for a little while. Okay. That so makes- I, I would say if 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 you know the issue is, do you want to start your first trip? Do you want to start your first game at home? You want to start on the road? I can see them coming back before then, especially if you said they got a gap. It's almost better to come back. For that Houston game on the fifth, yes, it play a game and then have a gap. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then see how they see how their see how their uh, their body reacts, how you feel, and how you recover. Yeah, that's you, true. Your recovery is, is 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 a little better for that next game. That's why you can avoid playing and then sitting out. So, in that time, we have Brooklyn, Charlotte, Orlando, Orlando, Atlanta, Cleveland, Memphis, and then Houston. Um. If it's tough. Out. That's tough. Yeah, I mean, in in any any team we playing with with those with with three starters out and not only three starters with your three highest scores, any team you playing is tough. Yeah. So, it's, it's the schedule really doesn't matter as much as it is how many games we play while they're out. But, you know, you can have stretches of your schedule where in twenty one days you could play ten games. Some people can play 14 games. You know what I'm saying? Like it kind of depends on during that stretch of the schedule, how many games are you getting in? Um it'd be worse schedule-wise. We got Orlando twice, Charlotte, and Houston. It's some winnable games. Yeah. I mean, it's it's some winnable games. I, I think, but I do that's what I'm saying. Like the winnable games, but you're playing those teams on the road, they're like, man, we can't lose to this team. Like they they trying to come. And get some. They're, look, they're looking at us, yeah. going, "That's one. That's a win yeah. in our schedule. We got to get that." Yeah. So. Um, yeah. And we plan free. I think guys will play free on the road. Um, but we'll we'll win some games. I think if we can, if we can end this five hundred, I'm gonna be ecstatic. Oh my! I was gonna ask you, how happy would you be if we ended at five hundred? So I think I'd be content. I'll be I'll free. be ecstatic. I think if we if we win if we get this five hundred and we stay healthy the rest of the way, we'll be a top three team. Top three seed. Yeah, it's kind of funny. It's six of the ro- six of the games we have until that Laker game are on the road, so yeah. we're missing two road trips in this time. Yeah. So um, 
good time to one of them's at Houston though. So that's kind of, that'd be kind of cool if Hardy could come back for that. Yeah, one. I mean, but he was, that's what I'm saying. Houston's like, we got to get a win. You know yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which so. sucks because I think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, better teams would be more likely to overlook us. Yes, I think better teams would be like more likely to overlook us. Or rest a guy. Early in games. But they're also good enough to come back from any deficit that we would yes. get. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They can even rest their best player and still have a better five on the core than us. I mean, you know, it's no different. You see Golden State rested all those guys, and they went from winning at Houston to losing by almost 50. I know. The next day. It's crazy. Now, we're not resting five. Like, you know, hopefully, I don't know you guys, if Tobias is going to play. He uh, is. Then that helps because you have a guy that you can go to. Especially if you have a close game, you have a guy you can get a ball to to go get a bucket. Yeah. Um, that was the next thing I was going to say. Tobias season time to this is. I mean, we we talk about earning yeah, he, he, contracts, he earning money. He got to put up twenty plus. Now, now is the time to got to put up twenty plus, and he's going to do it. It's, it's, he's going to do it. And Marcus was talking to me about the other day about this, pretty much resembling even with the coach, the uh, the L.A. Clipper Tobias team, uh, which was pretty competitive that year, by the way. Yeah, I, I think I, I firmly believe they'll be competitive. You know, I think that. Um, even though he, he, he his season sort of started off slow, I think now is the time that having Montrezl Harrell benefits you. Yes. Um, Absolutely. I think having Milton helps and benefits. Um, Milton can score. So I, you- I, I think that we have some guys that can put shots up and get buckets like that. Like, we can get it done. Do you see them keeping Harrell on the bench to give us to, to still give us that bench scoring and have maybe Reed start next to Tobias? I would think um, Reed probably starts, so then you can showcase Matres more when he comes in. Um, if you're not going to do it when he first starts, unless you're going to showcase him at the beginning of the game, um, I just think you got to put him in position to when you play him, give him the ball. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas I think the offense is going to completely run through Harris when when he's out there alone. Yeah. So it's going to be. I'm going to be interested to see who our third scorer is because I, I I mean if I was going to guess I'd say Harris number one. I'd probably say Milton. Yeah, shakes shake. Yeah, I mean shake shake or Milton. Mm-hmm. And then Harrell. Yeah, so I guess those are probably – Shake has started, and he'll be more of a scorer than, than Melton. Yeah. Those are my four top scorers, I would say. Harris, I mean, Do you think Miang's role increases without those other guys? Because, I, mean, I mean, he's benefited the most with having a, a max. He'll get more shots, but he but he's a – you know, he gets his shots off of not necessarily plays being called for him, but guys – He attention. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, yeah so I don't know. I don't know what you do. I think now teams are more inclined to switch any pick and roll that he's in. Mm-hmm. Um, so unless we're going to give him the ball on switches and let him post up on smaller guys, like otherwise I think his shots will come, but they'll come um, based on your offense and how well you're you know, moving the ball. And if you're able to get some dribble penetration, um, he'll get it. And if Tobias goes off and teams have to double, then, you know, maybe that'll happen. You got to find different ways to get Tobias the ball, get him 
and some mismatches and things like that. So the flow of his shots will come. I think that name shots, you know, teams are going to be more aware of him. Um, but the situations from having, you know, Joel and James out there, you know, he may not get as many clean looks as he's been getting. Mm-hmm. Well, for anyone missing the process era, this next two weeks are going to be the closest thing to the process you're going to see. <laughs> yeah, closest thing. I mean, I mean, this is still an all-star team compared to what. The- yeah, that, that's that was different. The whole <laughs> agenda was different. Tonight, specifically, the closest thing because you have rough support. Look, look, I, don't, I don't care who's playing in that game. Um, you know, I, I'm the fans are going there expecting to win. Yeah. Well, tonight they're going there. That's what I'm saying. We're expecting yeah, Simmons. Let's be yeah, honest. I'm just saying to happen with him and win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. no matter what. Um, so, you know, they do have Kevin Durant, so that makes it tough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even with all our guys. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they beat us pretty bad with all of our guys last year. So, yeah. It's going to be funny if we give it a better game than we gave it with all of our guys there last year. We have to give it a better game. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. hey, it's more of an excuse to get dominated tonight than it they was won't last get year, they, 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 They'll play hard. They'll play. I don't see it dominating. I mean, if you if they start to dominate you, then you're going to have to hack a bin. I don't know why teams aren't doing oh, that. Man. Like, you, yeah. you have to do it. Imagine if we come back playing hack I mean, and teams game. are going to do it in the playoffs. Yep. But – Tonight, I don't know why they wouldn't do it. Like, I don't, I don't even think why, about that. I don't, know, I don't know why you wouldn't send him to the line and see what happens. Now, if you send him to the line and he makes five out of six or he makes seven out of eight, you'd be like, all right, cool, we let it go. But there's, keep no way, there's no way he should be getting layups. Mm-hmm. I'd no say way. Keep, keep fouling him anyway. Play the averages. Now, I'm not saying we need to, you know, just go and intentionally follow him, but I'm saying from, from him, the lay, like his last game, he's getting all these layups, uncontested Yeah, he layups. shot like – I think he missed There's like one no or two way. shots. There's no way he should be getting layups mm-hmm. at any time during the game. You're 100% right. He needs to shoot. I'd say – I'm not saying flagrant foul him, but I'm no, saying – hurt him. Yes, I'm saying take these fouls and put, make him – Put him at the line. line. Put him yes. at the line. He's going to have to show me first. You're right. I to, think he to should make me be like, all right, we just got to play solid D. Stop following him. He, he's making his free throws. I'd like under eight shot attempts for Simmons tonight and about 15 free throw attempts from him. He should have more free throw attempts than regular shots. Yes. Yeah. If, if if we if he doesn't, then we didn't do it right. We didn't if we're trying to win the game. Yeah. hundred percent. We can't complain about him not making free throws and not taking Shots because he didn't want to go to the line and then playing the game and don't follow him. Mm-hmm. Shit, I even say if we're up, do it. It's like running the ball on offense and no, I'm just, football. I'm just, I'm just, just do it. I just, I wouldn't understand. Like, I don't understand. Like, I'm really not understanding why other teams aren't doing it, but I yeah. really, really would, don't understand why we wouldn't do it. Yeah. Like, that's like, yeah, like I said, I'm not saying go follow a guy and he's 50 feet away from the Basically, don't have the ball. I'm saying if he has layups, yeah. Depending on how desperate we are, you might want to foul when he's 50 feet away from the basket. Yeah, I mean you could do that late in the game, but they probably would take him out by then. But I'm saying like the first play, yeah. Whenever he has layups from the mm-hmm. beginning of the game, 
You're gonna have to make these, buddy. Yep. I totally agree. And the crowd's gonna be loud, whatever they're gonna do. You're gonna have to make these tonight. Yep. Yeah. We'll For see. anyone that does have free throw attempts, props available to them, especially probably probably more so people in Vegas, <clears throat> Eric. Um, you <laughs> might want to <laughs> you might want to go play some free throw attempt props on the over for Simmons. Yeah, I might y'all might have to tell me how to do that, but we'll see. <laughs> Get that William Hill app up. Yeah. <laughs> uh because strategy. Okay, so um so obviously we talked about how you know what last week, you know, the Embiid injury, Maxi injury, uh, but it wasn't all bad last week. So in the game that Maxi does get hurt. I mean, he's 24 points at halftime, and then he didn't come back and play the rest of the game. He was he was going to have an amazing game. Um, but yeah. we pull off the victory against the second-seeded uh, Milwaukee Bucks, 110-102. Uh, but there was um, kind of more to this uh, this win. So after the game's over, Giannis, I think, went 6-15 um, of 15 from the free throw line in that game. After the game, he wants to practice his free throws. Um, and there was kind of an incident where our crew was trying to uh, clean up the floor because there was an event going on right after the game, but Giannis wanted to keep, continue to shoot his free throws. Um, mm-hmm. So Montrose Harrell takes the ball, goes and he takes his ball, and then does his own workout. Giannis thought he was, everyone thought Giannis was done for the night. Giannis comes back out with, goes to the locker room, comes out with another ball. And then as they're still continuing to clean up, Giannis takes the uh, the ladder and pushes it to the side and throws it down, actually hits the court. Um, so kind of wild. There's, there's a lot more to the story, but that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Um, but I got to ask you guys, um, Eric, uh, you can tell us, have you ever seen anything like that before? Uh, in, in your time and playing in the NBA, where there was contention. No, most of the time, the guys when I played didn't um, shoot like after games like that. A lot of times, people, yeah, they just didn't do it. Like, I think that's a new thing. And people that did it, they did it like where it was another court inside the building. Hmm. So people would do it. They would go do it at work, you know, maybe a practice court. But I didn't. I didn't see a lot of people. Because um, back then the rules were. I don't know with COVID. People don't necessarily wait around for people after games like they did when I played. So when I played, like you would give people guest passes to wait for you after the game, where everybody waited outside, you know, in the in the in the stands. I don't know if they still do that. So you have all these people that's in the stands recording you while you're like, you like record everything you do. Like it would just, it's different. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't remember people doing that on the court, like the main court that we just played on. Like I, but like I said, I do practice courts. I've seen a lot of places had practice courts inside the building where you can go and shoot. Um, I think Philly might have been the only place where I played that didn't have that. A lot of the places that came after Philly started to build a, a secondary court in, in the arena. Um, so I don't know, man. I think it <clears throat> I think it could have easily been avoided from both sides. Um if a guy wants to do it, the the Bucks should have have someone go out there and handle it and, and make sure it was okay before Giannis ever got out there. Um, if the Sixers were doing it, you know, if they would have had communication between the Sixers and the Bucks, 
and it was some form of communication, they could have been like, hey, we're having this event afterwards. Okay, well, can we have, since you don't have an auxiliary court here, can we have 30 minutes before you do it? Like they would have, they could have figured it out. Like it should have never got to that point. But that's what happens when you don't have the people that's supposed to be figuring it out, taking care of it, handling it. This is what happens. Yeah. I can't find, there was a good thread on this yesterday for a guy who inquired about all this. Apparently you're supposed to ask permission before the game starts if you can do it afterwards. Um, And then they're supposed to give you access because there was, apparently there was a function after the game at the, the, the arena. That's why they needed to break it down like quickly. Um, So they said that. Yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but if, if, if the game is at night and it's 10, 11 o'clock at night, like what kind of function are you going to have? I, yeah, I, I don't know. That's not like kind of weird to be <laughs> on the court. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. A late prom, a late home. <laughs> yeah, prom. like what are you going to have? <laughs> yeah, that's not a weird I, to me too. I get you having a function, like, you know, but once he's out there, whoever was out there, go to your boss. Like, hey, Stu's out here shooting. Like, what do you want us to do? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, if you – if that was a Sixers player that did that, do you think they would have – when he moved the ladder, do you think they would have moved the ladder back? Well, no, because apparently Harold told him to stop – apparently, there's a lot of apparently with this, but apparently Harold told him to stop shooting so he could work out. And then he went to the other side of the court and started shooting around. Yeah, but then he didn't like that. He kind of just ignored him and kept doing it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't there, so I'm not going. People have posted videos of Embiid shooting after the game. I think New Orleans. Yeah, I understand that, but but we 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 don't we weren't there, so it's too many voices. It's too much talking. Yeah, there's a lot. All this other stuff about what's going on. All I'm saying is, um. It could have been handled. It should have been handled. When these guys are doing this and they're shooting on the court, it's not them going and asking. Giannis is not going to ask the Sixers, can he do it? Right. So the people that needed to do it didn't do it. So if Giannis says, I want to go shoot, somebody with the Bucks should have been like, hey, let's go make sure this is okay. Yeah, yeah. And then the same guy said when he went, apparently – ball incident happened he went to the locker room um they said he didn't they said he missed his last two free throws after the game and was pissed off about that so he grabbed another ball to spite everyone and to keep doing it to piss people off apparently um again well, we, don't know, we don't know that for sure that's, that's a lot of speculation yeah, that's, that's that's what i'm saying like i'm not going by all these opinions because mm-hmm. um, they, they're like politics right now they're gonna be one-sided Whatever side you own, that's what you're going to think. That's what you're going to believe. Everyone's uh, – it's funny. Everyone's chiming in. I saw Jer- um, Jerry Harrison Jr. said in, in baseball, it's very similar that you – before your game, you can do whatever you want. After the game, if you want to keep working out, you have to get the facility's permission. Um, He's like, I'm not sure how basketball is, but I'm sure it's the same or close to yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I've seen people do it. Like like I said, like when I was coaching now, like people do it, but it's a, it's a – process in doing it. All I'm saying is whatever that process in doing it, it comes from both sides in, in that process. Yeah. So I, 
I'm like, okay, the process didn't happen. Yeah. So let's move on from it and make sure nothing's happened. All I know is since that since this happened, Giannis played another game, nothing was done. Yeah. And I think that if it was such a big issue, the league would have trusted it. If it wasn't a facilities thing, do you think do you guys think Harold's petty for not letting Giannis work out? I mean, I, I wouldn't have wanted someone from another team on the same court as me. That's what he said too. They said this isn't bleep in Milwaukee. Get the shit out of here is what he no, said. I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't have been like that. I would have been like, yo, y'all gotta go to the other court. To the other side. Like, so that's like that's what I'm saying. So from both sides, it wasn't a trap. So if you if you Giannis, you say, hey, he don't want me shooting down here, and then I go down here and it's a problem. Then what what's the what's the what's the deal there? Mm-hmm. Because the ladder is not down there, right? Am I right? Was the ladder down there where he's at and were they taking up the court where he was shooting? Like I'm confused. I, I think the ladder I think the ladder was off to the side. It, it wasn't it wasn't like directly under the hoop, it was off to the side. They weren't working on that yet, on that hoop yet. There you go. I don't know. It's I don't think it's worth any time, to be honest with you. I will say a lot of people were praised because a lot of people who have been dogging the Montrez signing so far, everyone said the Montrez Harrell signing was worth it based on the way he and <laughs> uh, he and uh, uh, Giannis' brother got into it after the game, uh, after that whole thing had happened. Trez pretty much said, I'll, I'll beat your ass to uh, to to, th- to, th- uh, to his brother. Uh, and I thought that yeah, was I'm not bad. really worried about him fighting him. I'm worried about if we're going to stop Giannis when we play him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy, that is going to be Yeah, quite- I'm not worried about all that other stuff. That's yeah. what I'm more worried about. So when is that? Milwaukee, you know what? When, when, when is we that? go to Milwaukee the next time, let's see, let's see, let's stop him because he's gonna try to give us a um oh man, well, he's gonna like he's gonna juice up before that game, okay? Yes. <laughs> he's gonna try to give us he's gonna try to give us 50. So let's stop mm-hmm. him then. Like, I don't work this other stuff is is really irrelevant. He's gonna get a adrenaline shot before that game. Yeah. That, that's on uh March uh, Saturday, ABC primetime. Wow, yeah. 5 30 Mar- okay, uh, yeah, yeah, March 4th. Yes, let's let's stop him then. Not not now. Not after the walking and all that his brother. No, let's 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 worry about defending him. We have two games at Milwaukee because we already played both at Philly, so they're yes. gonna be, oh man. Let's worry about crazy. stopping him. And then possibly seeing him in the playoffs. Playoffs, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Now let's, there's bad blood. Yes, let's worry more about that. Now there's bad blood. Mm. Yeah. Cause if it, cause you know what, if it stayed between facilities and Giannis, I, I feel like this kind of would have blew over, but once Harold got involved, it became like a player versus player team, a team versus team thing. Right? I mean, my thing is I've always had a little beef with people talking trash to people that they don't guard. Mm. Yeah, Harold ain't guarding him. I'm just if I was PJ Tucker or Embiid, I'd be like, bro, it's hard. I wouldn't say anything. I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying. I've always had, you know, like people would talk trash to people that they were defending. Mm-hmm. I bet you'd say that, Eric. You were the guard guarding uh, people in the uh, guard. I'm heavy, saying I'm guarding people all the time. Guard like, heavy oh, era. That's this dude that I'm guarding. <laughs> like, yo, no, I'm guarding him, right? Not you. Have you ever told a teammate that before? Yes. Sure. You're guarding him. What you supposed to be right for? Is that because him. is that because did you do it immediately or did you wait to see how the player react? And once the player turned it up a notch, you're like, yo, dude, he's doing this because you're talking shit. I didn't do it in front of the, the uh opposing player, but I'm like, dude, don't don't give him don't give him a reason to start playing. 
Yeah. Just he having a rough night, just leave it there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let him, yeah, let him, let him. Yeah, let so him it was, I forgot. I'm, I'm not saying names of who the people were, but I was defending someone, and he was having an off night, and they wanted to. Of course, as soon as they start taking talk, talking trash, he makes his next shot. So I'm like, dude, don't give him a reason to want to start playing. Like he really packed it in. It was an off night. Let, leave it who, there. I want to know who it was. Yeah, yeah, leave it there. <laughs> No, we good. No, I ain't. <laughs> it was just an off night. It's not too bad. Yeah, it was off night. So. Uh, but March though, so that's the next time we see Giannis. Okay, yeah, that's that's fine. It's about four months for him to, yeah, you know, to, you know, let this whole thing go away. To Absolutely, die down. he's never, he's never gonna. No, he's, he's this gonna be like this every time. He's not gonna let that go. His blueprint, his blueprint is different. He's he's not gonna. He's gonna remember this. Yeah. Especially guys who look for extra edges. This is it. Yeah. He'll remember this. This is maybe next cool. year it'll be gone, but this year it's not gone at all. Nah, no way. Every time we see him. Well, it's a really weird situation. It's not like you talk shit in the game. It was the first and last time this has probably ever happened to him before. So it's like a really weird situation. It's not just uh oh, we bumped, you know, in the heat of the game this happened. Uh, no, it was just cool down. Like, he different, man. Like Different man, you ever seen his story? See how he came up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he came here, man, didn't buy a car because he felt bad, so he used to walk and run to the games. Like, come on, man, crazy! <laughs> yeah, he's gonna slaughter us next time we play. No, I'm just saying, look, look <laughs> that's one dude. I'm like, you know, I trust maybe people don't trust his game or. His skill set, but I trust his body of work. Yeah. I trust his effort. Yeah. No, no, no. His yeah. I mean, they he, were complaining how hard he played in the all-star games. Yeah. Guys were complaining, saying he played too hard. Mm-hmm. Then we know one way. Yeah. And I don't and I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't think he did that because he's, oh, he's, he's, he's I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think any of them are bad guys. He, he was pissed. He was, he was just pissed off because he shot it was a situation that should have been handled differently. But he was, you know, fr- good, he was frustrated. Good, good guys. Can do some things that aren't right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, I'm sure him, if, if he could have done it differently, it would have been done differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, he, I believe I didn't see his that is that quote, but I'm sure he tried to clear it up. Mm-hmm. But like I said, he played in games since then, so from a league perspective, it's not an issue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just think it was a combination of having an off shooting night. And losing that game, and then directly after the game, you got you know someone holding the ball away from you, not letting you shoot, and then that's kind of what sparked him throwing that. So. Yeah, it shows you how mad he. Uh, I'll tell you how you know how mad he was. The bringing the ball back out once he went to the locker room, that walk to the, wherever the back is to get a ball and walk back out. That's pure. That's that's he's he's pissed. Yeah, off. He has his mind made up what he's doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now he, that was a screw this. Watch, watch this. That's what it was. <laughs> Take this ball away is what that was. Yeah. We'll we'll definitely have that game circled on our calendar for that that uh that March. Yeah, everybody will be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we have our full arsenal back for that game. Cause uh, I don't want to I don't want to play that angry Giannis without our guys. Yeah. It'll be ready. Um so so, so will theirs though. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Middleton will probably be back for that one. Yeah. No. Um, wow. Um, okay, so talking about uh we talked about tobias earlier and not having our guys um so this past week uh tobias harris's name has come up in trade talks before the mb injury on top of the maxi injury that was before all this but 
uh, Tobias had come up in trade talks. Um, so with all of these injuries, it's safe to say that we do need some help. I know last episode we talked about Kemba Walker. And I think right now Kemba Walker would be a fine addition based on what's going on with our team right now as far as injury-wise. But is it wise to pull a tr- pull the trigger on a move um, before you really have an identity of what the Sixers team is? Talking about moving Tobias. Is it wise to trade him right now? Um, yeah, I don't know how you can have trade talk right now with with your, you know, the way your team is going because um, they're those guys are coming in and not playing with the whole group. Like I don't even, I don't even know how you entertain that. So, so everything's on a hold right now. Yeah, I think it, I don't, I don't know how you can even consider something like that because. Man. What trade can you make that people are going to give you, um, you know, for Tobias by himself? Unless you're saying, you know, unless we're getting Kevin Durant, you make that. Yeah, you know, I, I think it more so than looking at who who you're moving is to me is about well, who are you getting in return right now? Like, if you're getting a Kevin Durant, you make that trade, no matter how, what's going on. Um, but if it's just, a, to me, an even trade, uh, I, mean, I think if you – so that's where I'm at. I think anything else, you, you put it on ice, unless you're getting someone, Katie, of that or of that caliber. You mean put it on ice until, like, we have all of our team back and we get to see what's going on again, right? Yeah, I mean, you, you kind of go because you start – if you make that move, you're starting all over again. Yeah. And you have two guys coming in here who – you, Yeah, so you you starting all over. no idea what the hell is going on. And is that better than the, where you're going? <laughs> and they have to be relied upon like right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not like you're getting guys and they just pieces. Like these are dudes that's going to have to be – Contributors, big time. Yes, yes, big time guys for who you're trading them for. That's the role they're playing. We'll see. Yeah, like like let's say right now we did a trade. I'm just totally spitballing. This has no validity to it. Like Beasley and like a a stretch four type, like a like a, like a, like a Tobias. Another poor man's Tobias. Yeah, those guys would have to come in here right now and like Beasley right. would be like the number one option on an offense. He's, he's never gonna play right away. He's never even played with these dudes before. They're a real pickup game. Yeah, I, I, you just can't do that right now. Yeah, yeah, that's too bad. I mean, well, it's not too bad, but. It's kind of good in a, in a way for all the people that have dogged Tobias, me at times. Um, you know, it's good that now we desperately need him to be something that he hasn't had to be for yeah. most of his tenure here, actually. You know, he is he is the guy. It is seriously it's the first time since pretty much going back to I think the playoffs where we the bubble playoffs where I think most of the team was knocked out and Tobias was left, like, manning the shit for most of those, right? And then he got hurt, and then we were done. And then going back to his Clipper days, when he was, like, the number one guy shooting, like, 20 shots a game. So, um, yeah, it's going to be going to be interesting. But, yeah, I, I, it makes sense to put it on ice until we know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. No reason to trade it when all, when all our guys are injured right now. It just it wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, all right, so the big return, as we uh, kind of talked about earlier on the show. Uh, so our last topic is game predictions. Um, so uh, 
Ben Simmons will be making his return and he will be playing tonight uh, against our guys. Um, well, not the not the entire crew, so it's really not the return in kind of the reunion game as we hoped. We're not gonna get we're not gonna see MB versus Simmons. We're not gonna see any of that. Um, Tobias versus Simmons, though. Kind of, yeah, there you go. Not bad. Um, okay, so spreads currently seven points. Uh, yesterday, I believe it was nine points, but I think may, we've you know I think it's gone down a little bit since Tobias is playing. So mm. got two points from that. Um, so spread is currently seven points, seven point underdog at home against the Brooklyn Nets. How do you guys see this game going? We're going to win. Whoa! Wow. You're going to win. Really? Emotional game at home. Um, Brooklyn. Still haven't, not really gelling. They have issues. Uh, I, Kyrie's name just came up in trade talks. Play well. Um, being a struggle from the free throw line, he'll have a hard, tough time. It's hard, man. That's that'll be a hard game for him um, to come back. It's emotional, and no matter how you know, it's only everybody can't have that MJ and Kobe skin. Uh, I don't, it's gonna be a tough game for him. We'll win because no one thinks we will. National television game, gotta step up and win the game. Eric's getting me excited for this game tonight. I was kind of like holding my breath to watch this game tonight, but Eric's getting me excited for this one. Yeah, all right. <laughs> PJ's going to have to work his ass off and try to slow down Durant tonight. That's another thing, too. He's going to have to have, like, the game so far of his, of his season against Durant. Um, I'm not as optimistic. I just think – I think it'll look really good. I think – Obviously, it'll be better than last time. I think we'll look really good and close. Um, probably shoot out of our minds at certain points of the game to keep it close. But I think they're going to you know, one of those games where we have like a four-point lead with like three or four minutes left. I think we're going to win, and they kind of just steal it at the end, win by like three. Yeah. Um, but you know what? That's not That's not a bad way to go about I mean, like, hey, look, man, we're not supposed to win this game, right? Yeah. Um, I do think the spread's a little shady, though. Minus seven is pretty low, dude. We're missing one hundred and like thirty million dollars of salary right now. I mean, that's a that's a lot. So um, yeah, my my concern for our team isn't this first game. My concern is as we go on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do think for for as far as we we're on the Simmons conversation, this could have worked out better for him to play us. In the current state we're in for his first game, back. I, I think it's worse. You think so? Why? Why do you think that? You expect more from him. You expect more. From him. The expectations are there. Like if, if everybody was there and we they, we win the game, they're like, man, it's a tough game. Sixers play well, they better. But now they're expected to win. You think he'd be? You think he'd be less nervous with Embiid? I'm, I'm just saying, like they have a seven and nine point. They're favored by seven to nine points on the road. They're supposed to win. They're supposed to win. So now you're supposed to win. He's supposed to perform, and all of a sudden, when those expectations are there, that's when those free throws and all that stuff creep in. We we've seen this picture when you were supposed to win. We see how that looked. Yeah, yeah. Now, true. is he still there or is he over it? Let's find out. Mm. Man, you are you are you're right. You gave me pumped for this game. I'm more pumped than I was an hour ago for it. Yeah. Well, let's find out. And we'll probably find out an answer very early. 
game. <laughs> I think so too. I think it's very yeah. important to come out hard this game. Yeah. Come out hot. Yeah. Now we, we, they they we, we can't get behind early on these teams. Now that's the one no. thing. We that's what I said. You got to manage the game. Yep. Yep. I think Doc is going to have to. I'll tell you what, man. Doc is going to earn a lot of people's love and respect these next two weeks, or people are just going to continue to hate him again because he's Doc coaching like, the, um, you know, the Orlando team that made the playoffs when he was no one thought when they were changed the whole team and got all those free agents. So that Tobias Harris Clipper team was a very competitive team that year. I th- like I said, I think they compete. Uh, like I, I think tonight we pull it out and we find a way. Going forward, once we start playing road games, you start playing other teams, and that scouting report change. I think that's where the struggles yeah. come. We'll start, you know, wanting the guys to start coming back. Yeah. If I were the Nets, I would put Simmons on Tobias. By the way, that would be my matchup for him. Like you, you want to, you want to get back at them, take out their best player because they can't score otherwise. Is what I would tell them. But I, I've seen Royce O'Neal guard some of the some of the other opposing teams' fours. Like guys like to buy. Like you know, it's really depends. So, um, yeah, I see that. I mean, if they start, who they start? Harris or Curry? Do they start with Kyrie? Do they start two guards? Yeah, yeah, they probably will put him on Tobias. I think. I think. Um, and then KD will be on. Um, yeah, because I mean, KD's going to be on. Um, PJ. Yeah. You're two guards is going to be um, whoever the other two guards are, unless Ben Ben's not going to guard a guard. I mean, the way they play, I mean, he is a forward. Yeah. I like the Melton on Kyrie matchup, actually. Yeah, I kind of like that matchup, and then you have Shake or, who, or whoever else, either O'Neal or Curry, whoever else. Like, yep, I like that. I, I think Melton will can slow down Kyrie a little bit. We'll see. Um, uh, real quick. Uh, so tomorrow night, uh, we have we have back to back. So we travel to uh, Charlotte to play the Hornets tomorrow night. Who do you guys have in that one? I'm gonna guess Eric picks us to lose tomorrow. Yes, <laughs> I knew it. I can see. That. I'll, I'll tell you what. If we win tonight, no, we are gonna lose. Win no back to back. If we win tonight, we definitely lose tomorrow. This is our this is winning. our without our player Super Bowl right here. We win and then we go and play back. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I'd say I'd say if we lose tonight, we win tomorrow, and the opposite is true. If we win tonight, we lose tomorrow. Um, and in, in case we don't have a show because of the holidays, uh, uh, Friday at Magic. Who do you guys have in that one? Uh, ho- hoping everyone's still. Uh, uh, We're not winning road games. <laughs> really? So, so no to Friday at Magic. My concern is us winning. It's Sunday, I imagine. <laughs> you we think Magic be us twice in a row? We got a better chance Sunday. Yeah. Not Friday. We got a better you, chance. You, you think we split with the Magic? Sunday winning, not Friday. Yeah. I, I'd i say we split with the Magic. I think they win. I don't know which one, but they win one, we win one. I mean, the Magic with the injuries that look better than Charlotte. It's true. Yeah, my concern with Charlotte is is the um, is the back to back. Yeah, I know. It's, especially with the, uh, uh, an emotional no depth, game. an emotional game on national TV. No, it's, and uh, and traveling on a back to back. That's brutal, man. We're toast. 
Um, oh, and then, <laughs> man, want us to win, but I'm just being realistic. That's a that's a tough ask. Yeah, it is yeah. a tough ask. That is a tough ask, man. And Tobias had a sore hip playing back to back. We don't really know. Yeah, we don't know how healthy he is. He, he might. He, he might. Even his, yeah, out. he might even sit out that back to back. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Um, and he, and he didn't have like a full on healthy designation. It was just probable, so it wasn't like oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's possible. I'll be, I would be surprised if he played the Charlotte game. Yeah, because it's a road trip, and we definitely get toasted in that in that case. Mm-hmm. That's the process, Sixers. And it's still an All Star team compared to that. No, I know, I know. Um, and then uh, lastly, so our next show would be Tuesday if we don't have a show Friday. Um, Monday, we have the Hawks on NBA TV, and that's at home. Home game? <laughs> not beating the Hawks at home, man. You know what, though? They actually might rest players that game. They could rest Collins and Trey Young and still have a better five on the floor. Yeah, man, you guys are ruining my hope calling out all these games. <laughs> um. I have less hope in us beating the Hawks than I do Brooklyn. Wow. Because I think that Atlanta is a one of those teams that Atlanta feels like they can beat our best team. Like mm-hmm. confident like that. Um, they can also lose to a bad team too, though. Yes. Um, but but they are the team that I think with the players that we have and the, like who we have. It allows them to kind of be who they are. Like they not really intimidated going to the rim. They can play free. They can shoot. It's, it kind of fits our style. Like, you know, if you take Joel out, I think Joel was like the missing piece when we play the Hawks because mm-hmm. he's so dominant. They had to put so much attention to him. And he kind of like, even though you know, it takes him out of their game a little Frank bit. Capella had a good good numbers the last time, they still have to adjust and play differently. Without him, they they play who how they play. Now look, I think that's a tougher game than um the Brooklyn game. And that's a it's a home game, but it's a this second end of a back to back. That's yeah, dude. Yeah, you're right. We have two back to backs in the next week. Yeah, because you had all them days off. I know. Well we said we could I mean yeah, that's why you had his schedule like this. I mean, what the hell were they doing? Get two yeah. back-to-backs in like five days, and they we had like eight days off last week. All-star break early. I mean, in fairness, though, they did say MB uh, was going to miss at least two games. So some of these games that we picked here, MB could be back for some of them. Yeah. Then my, that perspective can be different. Yeah. But, you know, based on what Tasha said, he yeah. said two weeks, so I'm going with two weeks. <laughs> I'm I'm going, yeah, I'm rounding up. I don't I yeah. mean hey, look, he's certainly not playing in a back to back. I did all I'm saying is I did see the play. It didn't look good. No. I, I thought was I was shocked when they said only two games. Me too. I was like, nah. One or two games, more like one or two weeks. If if so so here's my thing, is like two is good. It's two games. I could see him maybe playing the um, Orlando, one of the Orlando games. If he played Orlando, I mean, if you if you're not playing Friday, would you play Sunday, Monday? You, you I think he's probably I think he's probably out until the Atlanta game. I don't think he goes on the road trip. Yeah, that's that. That's a thing. We'll, we actually will know pretty fast, won't we? Because he probably won't travel. 
if he doesn't travel, then you, you, you may see him in that Atlanta game. Mm-hmm. That, that's if I had to guess, I would say that he would play versus Atlanta. That's a good call. I mean, at best, I'd say Friday he skips Sunday and then plays Monday again. But that's still, I don't know. About yeah, that's that. what I'm saying. So if he's playing Friday, why he's flying down there to play one game? You take him on a, road, a three game trip to play one game. Yeah, it's a little odd. Me or if, yeah, yeah, it's weird. I'd say yeah, it's a good guess. It, it, it early on the early side Monday versus Atlanta. Yeah, we'll see. That's that's a. It's interesting because we don't we don't have all the information. Yeah. You know, I mean, either, look, either walking boot, like, like, what is it? Like, more information would kind of make it easier to kind of assume. Plus, if Embiid's going to miss three games in a row, we are lucky. I know they're on the road, but we are lucky it's Charlotte, Orlando, Orlando. I mean, that's that could be a lot worse than that. Yeah, there's also games that we probably thought we could win too. So. Exactly. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Tej and I did say, though, because uh, I think he rolled up on Niang falling to the ground last night. We were talking, or two days ago, we were talking about how, you know, uh, Embiid has a has a, has a a falling coach, but, you know, that falling coach doesn't teach him how to deal with people who fall in front of him. And that's <laughs> that's what happened right there. Maybe they'll add that to their curriculum. How to deal with a, a, falling, a falling person in front of you? I mean, you play these sports like just about everything happened, man. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, how how to roll your ankle when someone falls on your foot? That's pretty. That's pretty cool. Right? If you're running and something happens and you step on someone's foot, or you know, it's it's hard to kind of know because at the end of the day, like you can learn how to do all this stuff, but if you're running full speed and somebody's going right in front of you, your head's not there. Reaction, your reaction sometimes prevents it from being worse. But it's still not good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Hopefully, hey, hey I, I'm I'm happy to see that that game turn around though for one or two games. And even if it's even if it's one or two weeks, I still think we're lucky. That could have been like bad. Yeah. Especially with his lower body problems that we've had in the past. Yeah, yeah I understand. All right, fellas. Well, that does it for us. We'll see you guys. We'll maybe see you guys Friday, but definitely see you guys next Tuesday. We hope everyone has a happy and healthy Thanksgiving. Yes, definitely. Take it easy. All right, right, guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.